Hello, Rabbi Paltillo. We spoke a while ago via voice messages in Yiddish, and I have a question for your Q&A series. The question is this. My understanding is that Hasidus is Yidiyah. That means to know. In other words, the regular person lives Bechira, free will, and believes in Yidiyah, believes in knowledge. And Hasidus is trying to change is that one should live Yidiyah and believe Bechira. In this light, since I'm human and have responsibilities, I have an inner uncertainty about how to properly understand and apply Bechira, free will, according to the Jewish and Hasidic beliefs in my spiritual life and certainly in my material life. What is okay? How should I approach my, my belief and my actions about investing and earning money? I've had this question for a long time. I came across a book and a seminar which is called Secrets of the Millionaire Mindset, promising that people who read this book will change their mindset so that they can start earning a lot of money. Now I know that this may not actually make a person into a millionaire, and it may on some level be a waste of time, but I do also believe that it makes sense that people who are successful financially have a different mindset. And that's the basis for their success. My question is, would that not mean that I'm taking full control of my life and I'm leaving no room for HaKadosh Baruch for Hashem? This is an example that just came up and I finally decided to get to the bottom of it. However, this is a principal question that I've had a long time and I simply want to understand how, how these concepts work in reality. I feel not having answers to this question restricts me to some extent until I properly understand it. And if the rabbi can be so kind to sort it out for me, I'd be greatly appreciative. If you don't feel like you want to answer this for everybody, please respond to me privately, directly. Thank you for everything. One of the rules that we've sort of established here at uh, Q&A is never to make a cereal. Someone asks a question, you give an answer. You don't make it, draw it out over two Q&As because, because it defeats the whole purpose. It takes away the, the spontaneity of it, maybe the soundbite quality that it's meant to have. Um, but I'm going to make this into two questions. I'm going to ask, answer each one separately. I have to begin by saying, I'm not entirely sure I understand what your question is. But I'm going to answer your question based on my presumptions of what you're asking. So I'm going to reread what I'm going to consider the first question and I'm going to address it. And believe that the next week we'll do the second part. Okay? My understanding is that Hasidus is Yediyah. In other words, regular people live by Bechira and believe in Yediyah. And Hasidus is trying to teach that we should live by Yediyah and believe in Bechira. And then he goes on to his question about what's the right balance between believing in God and believing in God and doing everything you can to earn a parnasa. Um What I think you're saying is that Hasidus spent so much time talking about Akhtas Hashem, the unity of God, 
And the unity of God does not mean that there is one God and not two. That's the knowledge of God. The unity of God means that the world is not separate from God. In other words, Hasidus is so involved in the idea of Hashkoch Pratis, of divine providence and divine intervention, and the belief that every single thing that happens is ordained by God Almighty, that it philosophically leaves very little room for free will. So the statement that this young man is making is that people don't learn Hasidus assume that they have free will. That's how they experience life. And they believe that they've been taught that um, even though we feel very free, in fact, in a Hasidic life and way of thinking, it's actually the other way around. Since you spend so much time contemplating Achas Hashem, the idea that God runs the world is at the fore of our consciousness and the notion that we have some kind of free will is something that we have to believe because it's very difficult to find space for it in a world which is so completely governed by God. This is how I understood your question. Or to say it in a sentence, without Hasidus we assume we have free will and we believe that God is in charge. With Hasidus we assume God is in charge and we have to believe that we have free will. That's why I understand your question. And I'm going to give you the answer in two parts. My first answer is, who cares? Really, who cares? What difference does it make? One of the things that happens to people who are smart is they get caught up in theoretical discussion. You go into a store and there's vanilla ice cream and there's chocolate ice cream and there's strawberry ice cream. And you like strawberry ice cream, so you take strawberry ice cream and you go to the store and you paid for it. Did you choose the strawberry ice cream? You chose the strawberry ice cream. It's that simple. When you have an opportunity to do one mitzvah or another mitzvah, to study Torah to help another Jew, and you choose one over the other, if it feels like you exercise free will, you exercise free will. And of course, much more importantly, if I can make a choice which comes from strength, to learn Torah, to do a good thing, or to be lazy and apathetic, or even chas so weak and vulnerable that I allow myself to fall into negative action that we call sin, which is not really a choice, it's usually a lack of the exercise of a choice. If it feels like free will, it is free will. It's very, very important to understand that Hasidus was written for people, for normal people, for real people, for human beings. And Hasidus teaches us, besides for God there is nothing. But Hasidus also understands that that's a process that a person has to slowly incorporate into his being. Meaning to say, the fact that you intellectually understand it doesn't mean that you live it. Those rare individuals who are so sensitized to Hasidus that the ideas of Achtos Hashem are not philosophical for them, but are real for them. They live in God's world. They live in a very, very godly world. And their dilemma with free will are quite different than ours. And... Um, However, they deal with those issues. They deal with those issues. I don't think it's my issue. I don't think it's your issue. Most of us, even if you study Hasidus a lot, and you understand Aqsa Hashem, in the human experience, you don't experience God, you experience yourself. And it's very, very important not to allow intellectualism by itself to hamstring us, to 
to tie us up in knots because it's not healthy and it's not honest. We live our life based on our life's experience. All of us feel like we have free will. We all believe in Eid Mulvadeh. We learn all the Chabad Hasidists in the world so that the belief in Eid Eid Mulvadeh, the belief in Ashkach Pratis should not remain a belief that doesn't affect our practical life, but a belief that actually changes how we live and how we make choices. Like the Gemara that Hasidus always brings, you don't want to be a person who stands at the hole, a tunnel that you've dug, dug to break and enter to steal and even to kill Chas Shalom and to daven to Hashem and pray to God to help you steal and kill. You want to be the kind of person that because you believe in God and God tells you, you're not going to do it. So we study Hasidus to strengthen our emuna in Hashem's presence in the world. But for most people, most of the time, we don't have a problem with free will. Unless we start living in our head. We get very intellectual and we start philosophizing about free will and then we say, how is it really? And honestly, when people ask me that question, I teach young people. And young people, one of the trademarks of young people is the preoccupation with ideas, with intellect as an entity unto itself. They're, they define themselves by their intelligence. And when they ask me the question, I say, who cares? If it feels like free will, it is free will. And I'm not saying that to be sarcastic, to be cynical. I'm saying that to be honest. We have to live our life as we experience it. And I don't know too many people who don't experience their life in such a way that they have free will. There are such people, they're very great Hasidim, who are deeply connected to godliness. And those people will figure out their own free will. But for most of us, it's not a real question.